If you'd like to support our efforts, go to patreon.com slash Omaha and consider becoming a patron for a few dollars a month. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Although Native Americans once saw it as prime hunting land, the high prairies and savanna land that once comprised North Omaha between the cliffs and North 33rd Street was seen by whites as a wide swatch of territory ripe for development. In 1856, Erastus Beetle launched that process in earnest. The Saratoga neighborhood, also known as the town of Saratoga, also known as uh, Sulphur Springs. And, and Adam, the oldest part of the town is, uh, is was around 24th and Ames? So imagine a prairie schooner wagon. You know, these are the big wagons with the six-foot-tall wheels and the nice basin on the bottom that were packed with all of your family's goods. Life, your whole entire life was inside of a wagon and then had the big rounded arched canopy over the top. And imagine this this wagon, you, you get over to the Lone Tree Ferry down at Omaha City, and you ride across the Missouri River on the Lone Tree Ferry. And then you land on the Nebraska side, and then it was a wide open territory. Everything went. Uh, they had uh, homesteaders who were grabbing up their 160 acres and 320 acres later on, and uh, your family just crosses the river. You get to Omaha City, and somebody says, well, there's a little town right up north. You just got to follow this road. And so you point your wagon north and you take your family and you're, you know, you, you have one horse who's pulling, you have a mule in tow and you have a cow and, uh, because your family's wealthy and you, you, you go up north there. Now we call this road to the north. We call it 16th street for a little while. They called it Sherman Avenue. Originally it was just, um, it was called Saratoga road and it was called winter quarters road. And as it went north, uh, it, it just kind of bumped along. Uh, and eventually you, you rode into town. There was a diagonal road that connected this over to the town of Saratoga. First, before you got to Saratoga off on your uh, east side, on the right-hand side, you'd see a little port, a uh, little dock that was built down on the river uh, once you were about three or four miles north of Omaha. And that little port, that little dock was called Sulphur Springs. There was a blacksmith there, and there was a warehouse there, and a store, and a hotel, and a couple of houses. And that was Sulphur Springs. It was built around a stinky little artesian well that was piping out of the bottom of the cliffs right there, uh, right about where we think of as 13th and Locust Streets. So this little spring was pouring out of the cliff, and, and people noticed that the waters made them feel good. So they bottled it, and the Sulphur Spring Water Company was born. Right up the road from Sulphur Springs was the actual town itself, and it was called Saratoga or Saratoga Springs. And Saratoga was founded by a group of investors from uh, New York State, from Saratoga Springs, New York. They wanted to start a health spa. They thought a health spa in Nebraska would be a big thing out on the prairie. And so they found these springs, and they built up a, what they called the Grand Hotel. And that had a couple different names. But it was, a, it was probably 24 rooms, uh, flat-roofed. Um, it was almost a half a city block wide. And then around this hotel, uh, they incentivized uh, townsfolk to come and build houses. So if you had your prairie schooner back then and your family and your horse and your mule and your cow and your kids and all of that, uh, you might have been tempted to take one of these free lots, spend three or $400 and build a big house 
and uh, make your living right there. About 50 people did within the first decade of uh, Saratoga existing. We say 24th and Ames, the more accurate location of where the hotel was is 24th and Grand, just uh, two blocks north right there. And at 24th and Grand, there was a regular downtown. Uh, there were businesses, there were houses, there were churches. One of the early churches in all of Nebraska was right there. It was the uh, Trinity Lutheran Church, it was called. Um, and all kinds of development happened. The town itself, Steve, it died. Uh, the investors from New York State, they gave up on it. And the guy, the Erastus Beetle, who came to found it, you know, he was a salesman who plugged the town wherever he could for about a year. Um, he ran all over Omaha. He got these new newcomers to town. He got them to come north and build in this town. He went up to Florence, and he got newcomers who were coming across the river there to come down and build in this town. And basically, he was going to make this thing work. But two things happened. They conspired on him in 1857. Uh, the first thing was that the Missouri River moved. You know, I, in another podcast, you and I talked about how the Missouri River used to be right at the base of the cliffs there along 16th Street, or 14th, more accurately. Um, the river moves. You know, that whole Missouri River bottom uh, was game for the Missouri River at one point, and it would wiggle around with every season with a bigger, deeper flow, with uh, more flooding, whatever it took. And in 1857, it moved away from the cliffs, uh, and it kind of left Beetle's Sulphur Springs high and dry. So the riverboats wouldn't stop there anymore. They didn't need to. They'd only stop there a couple times anyhow, but uh, they stopped pretty, pretty definitely at that point. But then the other thing that happened in 1857 is that there was a nationwide wildcat bank scheme. Uh, these investors would come in from the East Coast, and they would throw up a bank uh, instantaneously. They'd print their own money, and then they'd pipe that money out all over the land with the idea that they would make money on interest, that they would make American money on interest on their banknotes. So uh, this was actually the case in Saratoga, where these uh, investors from Saratoga Springs, New York, built up a bank. And that bank was thriving for a whole whopping year. But then this panic sets in nationwide where all these farmers ran into the banks and they said, hey, give us our real money. We don't want your banknotes or crap. And so uh, uh, the Saratoga Bank was busted. Uh, it was called the Wildcat Bank, and it was busted in the panic of 57. Interesting side note is that uh, up the river in the little town of Florence that was founded in 1854, um, there was another bank called the Florence Bank. And the Florence Bank was built as a wildcat bank by investors from Saratoga Springs, New York, the same group of investors that built in Saratoga. The difference is today you can go to Florence and see the bank that they built way back in the 50s. Uh, and in Saratoga, there's no proof of it ever having existed anymore. There's no signage in Saratoga. There's no evidence that it was a wild west town. But I'll tell you what, Steve, it certainly was. And, and of course, the neighborhood still remains. Now, the present-day Saratoga Elementary School has operated there since the 1860s uh, in, in a variety of uh, different buildings. And, and I understand that the dock at Saratoga Bend, you can still kind of see the it jetting out into to Carter Lake, uh, albeit a landmass. Is that correct? Well, there, I mean, we have some speculation. Um, I'll, I'll say that that landmass there at Carter Lake may or may not be the dock. Um, oh. It was definitely at one point a railroad trestle, uh, and it might it might have been the dock at some point. But what we do know for sure is that Saratoga School that you mentioned. 
was actually founded in 1860. It was one of the earliest public schools in all of the Nebraska Territory. Uh, and it's had right now it's on its fifth building that's been built since the beginning of the school in 1860. But I'll tell you a sad reality is that Omaha Public Schools is talking about closing Saratoga permanently in the next within the next couple of years because of declining uh, enrollment. You know, at one point, Saratoga had a, a variety of services and, you know, different things going on. There were all kinds of stores. There were all kinds of blacksmiths and and roofers and builders and uh, all manners of things. Boyer Lumber and Coal Company was there all the way into the 1970s before they burnt down. There was a big uh, warehouse that was on the corner of 24th and Ames, on the southeast corner of 24th and Ames, for almost 100 years. It was built by the uh, Omaha Streetcar Company in the 1890s. And it, at the end of its life, in the 1850s, it became a warehouse, and it stayed that way into the 1980s when it burnt down in a fire in the early 80s. Uh, so all kinds of things that had used to be there. I'll tell you the two oldest things that are left in the Saratoga neighborhood, as far as I can find. One is that they're on the corner, well, at the intersection of 25th and Taylor Streets. There's an old brick building that has rounded arch windows on it and gives every indication that it's older than dirt. The good news is I found newspaper advertisements to corroborate that this building was actually a horse stable that was built in the 1870s to house horses uh, that were for rent for, for um, different companies that were around and individual use. And so we have a building from the 1870s right there in Saratoga still today. And then the other old place that I can find is currently a duplex. And I think that it's an old building that was built in the 1860s or 70s as well um, that's left over. And I'd be glad to share that address with anybody who sent me an email about it. But there are definitely some, you know, small signs of evidence. You want to hear about some more landmarks there in the neighborhood? Oh, absolutely. Please. Right, right at 24th and Ames, just a block over to the west, is the Druid Hall. The Druid Hall was built in 1917. Big, beautiful brown brick building that today houses the Prince Hall Masons of Nebraska. Prince Hall Masons are actually uh, an African-American Mason organization that's affiliated now with the uh, Masons. Uh, but back in the day, it was started because Masons were segregated. Uh, they wouldn't let blacks in. Uh, so Prince Hall Masons were founded by one of George Washington's lieutenants, who was actually an African-American. He was a black man in America in the 1700s, and he fought with George Washington in the Revolution. And when the Masons wouldn't let him in, he started his own club, and eventually that became known as the Prince Hall Masons. So they are at the Druid Hall at 24th and Ames now, and they've been taking care of that building for more than 30 years. The building stood since 1917, so it's 100 years old, 1916. They just celebrated their century anniversary last year. And it's got some beautiful caretakers, and they're doing wonderful work on it. They're going to do some restoration. And it's a very exciting time there at that particular facility. The Trinity Church that I mentioned, Trinity Lutheran Church, uh, was originally on the corner of 25th and Ames. Now it's moved all the way over to 30th and Reddick, and, but it's still going, and it's in wonderful shape in there. So they celebrated a century at their new building, and so they have deep roots there in the Saratoga neighborhood. Uh, and then there are a couple others that are around, too. There's a tavern that's a former tavern that's on the uh, southwest corner of 24th and Ames, then that building has stood for at least 120 years. There's an old movie theater that's uh, down the block from that along 24th uh, towards the Coons Place neighborhood, but just a block south of Ames. Um, 
that used to be a movie theater. Now it's a barbecue. But it was originally built as a movie theater at the turn of the century. So at that point, they didn't have movies like we think of them. They had movies as in uh, uh, black and white silent films that had a little orchestra playing along with it. So that building still stands today. So there's a lot of history. Another building that still stands is also at 25th and Ames. It's on the southeast corner, and it was the North Star Theater, also called the Ames Theater. Uh, and that was open for more than 60 years uh, between the 1920s and the 19 – well, 50 years between the 1920s and 1970s. So there are lots of landmarks that are still there. Some of the things that are gone now from Saratoga that will still stick in people's imaginations are things like the Beacon Theater that was at 29th and Ames. We had the Lane Drug Store that was on the northwest corner of 24th and Ames, a gigantic two-story building that had a hotel. It was originally the Saratoga Hotel. Um, and that was right there. There was an A&P grocery store that was later on a hanky-dinky, um, and that building is still standing on the northeast corner of 24th and Ames and now is a warehouse for a trucking company that's there. One of the old buildings that's up at 24th and Laramore is the former Pearl Methodist Church. 24th and Laramore was the original Pearl Church site and that eventually became our, the Lutheran Church of Our Redeemer. And today it's actually a Hispanic congregation and still stays open as a church. And then, of course, Steve, there's the houses. And the houses that are in Saratoga, some of them would knock your socks off. Rome Miller was the son of Dr. George Miller, who was one of Omaha's pioneer doctors, who also was the namesake of Miller Park and the Miller Park neighborhood and the Miller Park school that I went to. Rome Miller was his son, and Rome Miller built himself a fine home right on – Florence Boulevard at Dead Man's Curve, we call it, uh, Carter Lake Drive. Um, big, beautiful house, and it's in wonderful condition, and beautiful owners have it now, and they're taking really good care of it. Uh, there are a couple of ho homes there along Florence Boulevard next to what's called the Bluff Park, Bluff View Park. Uh, the Bluff View Park was a leftover from the Trans-Mississippi Exposition of 1898 because one of the other things about Saratoga was that it was the northern boundary for the Trans-Mississippi Expo. So in 1898, they guaranteed that the city of Omaha would get a park out of the deal, and they got Coons Park. But Bluffview Park is another part of uh, the park system that was uh, happened because of that expo. So Saratoga is really that kind of hotbed. You know, There are so many different landmarks and pieces there. I talk about them in my North Omaha History Volume 1. Uh, I go in depth on that. And, of course, I keep an article updated on the NorthOmahaHistory.com website. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a lot of fun to to read your your blog, which is NorthOmahaHistory.com, and of course your great selection of books are on Amazon. and And if uh, you'd like to support our efforts, go to Patreon.com/slash/Omaha and consider becoming a patron for a few dollars a month. Adam, how can we reach you? I'll tell you what, the best way is to go through my website, NorthOmahaHistory.com. There's a contact form there, and I love to hear from people, get new questions and ideas about stories and the whole thing so please get a hold of me anytime thanks for listening to the north omaha history podcast with noted author and historian adam fletcher sassy join us next week as adam takes you on another guided tour through omaha's dynamic past